first time I sat down and interviewed somebody in person. This person is Remy James, and we had a lot of fun. Remy is nothing short of unique. Once a cooking school student, Remy decided to drop the pots and pans and instead pick up the pen and paper to make creative advertisements. Remy tells his story of breaking into art direction and lends valuable advice on advertising, from attending portfolio school to working at his dream agency. We learn the importance of finding your peace, your friends, and an agency that works to deliver fulfilling work. We explore the differences between large holding company-owned agencies and smaller independent shops, because today he works as an art director at Mechanism. I love the camaraderie of art director slash copywriter partnerships. Remy is at a point now where he's teamed up and working full-time with his good friend from grad school, and while it took them a while to work together, they are now back at it in full force as a creative duo. Remy is a campaigns instructor at Chicago Portfolio School, where I work as a community manager. Students in his class love him, and I had to have him on for an episode. This episode is supported by Chicago Portfolio School, and I suggest you check it out at chicagoportfolio.com. I will note that I selected to have Remy on independently because he is so exciting and helpful for you all. To connect with Remy and to see his recommended resources, visit our Instagram at enteringad. One more time, that's at enteringad. Now on with the show. This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast, and as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Remy, welcome to the Breaking and Entering podcast. This is our second take at it. How yes. are you doing today? Hey guys, this is Remy James. Happy to be here. Yep, we are feeling st- good. Yep, we know what we're doing now. Yeah, this is our <laughs> first. This is my first in-person recording. First go around, had some issues, but we're we're good now. We're we got the we got the grease going on the wheels, I guess. Yeah. So, um, Remy, you are going to be a fun guest. We had a good time before, and we're going to have a good time now. You are an art director at yes. Mechanism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am an art director at Mechanism in Seattle. In Seattle, but yeah. we're in Chicago Portfolio School right now recording here. Yes, we're, we're in Chicago right now. Beautiful right. Chicago. Beautiful Chicago, but you're looking to get out. You're doing the virtual work with at mechanism which is an independent agency which we'll yes. touch upon mm-hmm. but tell us about yourself and mechanism and whatever you want to talk about yeah sure about myself um i have two cats i have a dog they're awesome i love them i work in advertising so i could pay for their food for the most part mm. and to drink on the weekend even though i'm taking it really easy with drinking now so I in terms too of mechanism yes as you said mechanism is an independent agency that's kind of what drew me into them i used to work for holding companies and felt like things were moving very slow Mm -hmm. and also creativity was definitely not the top priority most of the time the top priority was always about profit which is great because it's advertising and at the end we need to sell stuff but we don't have to completely destroy creativity in the process so right 
so finding a balance between the two is super important for you as an art director, as somebody that loves advertising, creativity matters. And you don't yes. find that a lot at some of these larger holding companies. Yes, I think a balance is very well said. At Mechanism specifically, I think there is a good amount of balance of work that needs to be done to keep the lights on mm-hmm. and work that will be very f- fruitful sure. <laughs> in terms of creativity. Um, who are some of the big clients at Mechanism right now? We got Amazon, we got Peloton. I think we have Ben and Jerry's, I don't know. Um, what do you work on? I personally work on Mod Pizza and Amazon. Those are both good. Yeah. Interesting. Mod Pizza is something I never heard of before. Really? Yeah. At so, all? Like, you know, never. But you're familiar with the process, right? Like that type of chain of Yeah, I mean, I'm familiar with it now. Pizza. Like but. pizza making style? Like is it one of those, like you kind of like, it's kind of like the Chipotle pizza order yeah. where you kind of go up to the counter like Subway and pick what you want mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, it's it's like Blades, right? Like Blades, I knew of yeah. Blades, but I didn't know of Mod, but they're just really cool, you know. They are pretty good. They're pretty yeah. good. I always tend to overload when I go to those places. Like <laughs> I want the meatball, I want the pepperoni, like I just go way too much on them. There's like they have the preset options that are probably preset for a reason mm-hmm. that you probably should just order those cuz when I do it it's, I go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I probably will, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll overload and buy some Tums yeah. afterwards. You should put the Tums on the pizza. Could be a special. <laughs> awesome. Um, so we're going to kick it back. You are an art director at Mechanism. You weren't always at Mechanism. What we can highlight in this episode, really, is the is breaking into art direction. Yep. We can talk about portfolio schools or uh-huh. like graduate schools. We could talk about large versus smaller agencies, independent versus non-independent. Oh, we, where do you want to take it? Let's let's kick it back to how you got involved in advertising and yeah. why you picked art direction. Sure. Okay, let's kick it back to when I started. I went to cooking school at first. Really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so I made some good food once, and where, my where do you, friends... How did you decide to go to cooking school? Like, did you just like food? No, that that's the thing is that I just, I I wasn't really into cooking, but I cooked once, and then I was told that I could potentially be good at it, and I made the mistake of listening to people, so I went to cooking school. I wasn't good at it. I ended up flanking and leaving, and then I went to business school. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What would you cook at cooking well, school? Well, like, what do you cook there? <laughs> like, what do they have you make? Like, I know the big thing is there. They're super clean. Like, you need to clean it yeah. all the time. So, but, I mean, like, knife I skills. Made, there's yeah. There's like classes for knife skills. There's like sauce classes where I did hot French food. So it would be like bechamel and like the seven mother sauces. I don't know what that is. There's just the French have a lot of sauces, and you have like to like they're all butter, right? It's all butter based. Yeah, but it takes like hours to make. Like sometimes it takes three days to make. Like so what? Like what's the hardest thing you had to make? Well. I don't know what the hardest thing... The hardest thing I ever had to make was an omelet, a French omelet, believe it or not. Yeah. A French omelet a is judged 
with precision. Those, that was like our finals was a really? French omelet. Yeah. You, had, you didn't do very well? No, I didn't do very well. Did it taste fine though? Like, do you get to eat I it I mean, after? it tasted like... Omelet. An omelet. It's just the consistency, <laughs> the tech, yeah. And the texture and you can't have any browning and so it's like... Okay. Yeah. So you, do you still cook well from no, that? No, no, absolutely not. I don't cook well. I order HelloFresh. Oh. Yeah. Nothing... Like you have no skills that transferred over from it. I mean, you probably my know cutting what to skills do. are pretty good. Your what? My cutting skills. Oh, yeah. Balanced knife. I've impressed a few ladies before with my cutting skills. Interesting. But that's all I got from my seventeen thousand mm. dollar dropout degree. Do you get to, do you have to pay for the ingredients while you're working there? No, like they have everything they, like a big kitchen. They pay for it from your tuition. Yeah, but you yeah. have a kitchen full of food. Yeah, and you got to eat all the time. No, actually, honestly, because you have to clean up right away, and most of the food you throw out. Oh, okay. So, All right, then yeah. I will, we'll move on from there, but that, that's really interesting <laughs> in general, too. Um, yeah. So you went to business school, and then what? And you studied what there? I studied finance. Yeah, I went to Montclair State terrible. University. It was fun. You know, economics was fun, intriguing. Um, didn't love it, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided to transfer to the only school I could think of that I could afford that also does somewhat advertising, okay. which was South Dakota State University. Sure. Yeah. Not a well-known program in advertising. Probably the least <laughs> known program in advertising. And where advertising. are you from? I'm Jersey. Right. Yeah. So, so South Dakota, you go to South Dakota. Yeah, to South Dakota. And then there I study more the strategy aspect of advertising. Okay. Right? Because they didn't really have a strong creative program. Mm -hmm. And I finished that program. Right. But I wanted to be a creative. So that's a common theme, though, that is a common issue. Not a lot of these big schools, not a lot of schools have a really strong creative program. Some do. Yeah. um, Mm Undergrad-wise. So. You, you you find yourself, you want to be an art director. You wanted to be a copywriter. Am I right on that? Yeah, I wanted to be a copywriter. And you couldn't do that because you didn't really have a portfolio or you didn't have yeah. enough solid work? I had a like, bad portfolio, I would say. Okay. You yeah. had something like strung together. Yeah, I had something that I put together you know, with my limited design skills. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't good enough for any internship at a big agency. I used to even think, like, this is kind of crazy to think about because I used to sit in my dorm at South Dakota State, like, looking through the Leo Burnett intern Instagram and being, like, so sad, being like, oh, man, I'm never going to work at Leo Burnett. Like, that's impossible. That will never happen, you know? Ah, foreshadow here. Yeah, so... It's crazy that when I got, that's why it meant so much to me when I got the job at Leah Burnett. Mm-hmm. And it was so crushing to realize that it was nothing that I thought it was going to be. Okay, we'll get to that. We'll, we're just teasing the future there. <laughs> and that's a really good foreshadow. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you decided, like, I, you don't, you, you, did you apply to, like, agencies and get denied? Like, what made you say, okay, I have to go to grad school. I have to go to portfolio school. I have to go to this. No, I didn't even bother to apply. I mean, I saw others, perf- I saw people's portfolios that came out of portfolio school. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there's no way, if I was making the hiring decision, I wouldn't hire me. At least you had the self-awareness yeah. at that moment that you knew like, okay, I need to get better. And that's yeah. big of you to say. And 
that's not a lot of people could do that. Yeah, it was hard because I didn't know where to go from there, you know? Mm -hmm. I moved to Atlanta after my South Dakota journey and I decided to go to the circus, which is an advertising school. Mm -hmm. And at that time I was seeing someone who wanted to go to SCAD, which is Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm -hmm. So we decided to just apply to both and see who gets into what and go to the one where we both get into. Okay. So I got into the circus and she got into the circus. There you go, you go to the circus then. No, so it's more complicated than that. Okay. I got into SCAD, but she didn't get into SCAD. Ah. So I kind of decided to go to SCAD because, I don't know, maybe it's ego, but I just, it felt better. It, it kind of felt like I wanted to go to art school. Do you, do you get a degree there? Do you yeah, get you get a degree and you're, you, you get a master's in fine arts. Okay, MFA. And then you learn more, it's a more holistic art education sure. rather than and direct niche advertising. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Which has taught me a ton. Yeah, okay. as an art director. More diverse. Yeah, I've learned that concepting could mean two different things to a designer and an art director or an art director that works not even in advertising. Sure. Concepting is like there's a hundred million different ways of concepting and I'm not talking about like, oh, we can do it at a coffee shop or at another place. I mean, the type of thinking the is process. totally there's, different. There's different processes yeah. for all these from different roles. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah, exactly. So I had the chance to work with motion designers. I had a chance to work with sound designers at SCAD. I had a chance to work with filmmakers graphic designers, UI designers, even fiber designers. Sure. I you don't know, know what fiber designers Fibers is. is people who create patterns from like scratch. And their whole thing is about like understanding fabric for the fashion design. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a, it's an. So mm, you were, you were exposed to all these different disciplines and that helped you become a, a better creative. Yeah. It helped me become a better creative and it helped me understand that advertising is not the center of the universe wow yeah so i think sometimes a lot of people in advertising feel like they own the word creativity or conceptuality but that's not true not even close no no that's not true at all there's it's the world of creativity is huge it's so much larger than advertising you know Mm -hmm. so that's why i like companies that are moving away from the traditional copywriter art director style into what you know what are they moving towards i don't know to be honest no one has done it perfectly but i think if you add like for instance at bbdo when i worked there conceptually the art director and copywriter come up with a concept Mm -hmm. and then they tell the design department what to do and what they want Mm -hmm. But I think that you should bring the design department early into the concepting process. Yeah. Because, yeah, their conceptual thinking is different, but it doesn't make it bad or not good. Yeah. yeah. So that's something big that I'm a huge advocate of. Why not throw everybody into the room? Shit. 
throw everybody into the room honestly that's that's even better hmm. i think the notion that i think traditional advertising created the notion of like the lone creative or like you know two creators walk into a room and make magic or some like <laughs> shit like that you yeah. know yeah. and i think that's absurd right you know like anyone can come up with the idea right right the only difference is my job is to come up with an idea even when i don't want to come up with an idea yes yeah. you know yeah um so that's so that's why you chose scat yeah you said you were partner your girlfriend at the time well yeah that's not why i chose scat well, no I, what happened with her i'm yeah. curious on that oh we broke up oh yeah for better or for worse yeah, she works in advertising. Small uh, world. Yeah, very small world. <laughs> yep, but gotta be careful on that. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully it's all good. Yeah. Um, okay, so did you break up because you guys didn't go to the same school? Yeah, just long distance, oh. you know. Nothing crazy. We're still friends. That's good. That's good. What if you had to, like, pitch against her? Like, <laughs> the same I mean... Client? Yeah, if I had to pitch, it's a different world, right? Yeah, that's business, yeah. <laughs> okay, so SCAD, that's where you met Luke Sullivan, who is the yes. instructor there, who is the author of Hey Whipple, Squeeze This. A lot of people have to read that, myself included, undergrad-wise. It's a great book, teaches creativity. What was it like having him in, as an instructor? Oh, he's, he's crazy. Like, he is one of the coolest people I've ever met. The realest people I've ever met, you know, when you say bring your authentic self, I think of Luke Sullivan mm. because and not only that, he expected everybody to be real with him, you know, to just say what's on their mind. And that's kind of his philosophy to tackling advertising. Do you think you apply that today, like in your career? Or is it scarier when there's a boss that can fire you? Like just I think that that's actually a really good question because it depends on the agency. Some will probably have cultures where you, you can't be yourself. Some definitely have cultures where you can't be yourself. Yeah. At Mechanism, I'm myself for the most part. Am I 100%? No. Nobody's 100%. I'm like 75%. And you're different than how you act around like exactly. your friends and when you're drinking. Yeah. And obviously you're different there. Yeah. But there's different roles. But as mm -hmm. long as you're pretty close, like you're not going to be like on the couch chilling, stuff like that. But... Yeah, You're pretty close to who you are. That's all you can ask for. Exactly. And I think that's because like people at Mechanism make me feel comfortable. That's good. To speak my mind. How many people are at that agency? Think about 200. Okay. And it's, where is it? It's Seattle? It's Seattle. No, it's San Francisco's the head office. Okay. New York, Seattle, Chicago. Okay. Yeah. They have a Chicago office. So you are you going to stay in the Chicago office? No, I'm based off, I'm based out of seattle okay so you'll go there eventually whenever yeah when the world isn't dying probably sure gotcha yeah okay where were we at we were at luke and now luke. oh you're being your authentic self at work so oh, the culture yeah. is important um so you were at scad and somebody i i think i was sarah our director of education at uh at here at chicago portfolio school was saying like you were like really good student there. Like, like she, you heard, she heard your name through the grapevine of other alum and other coworkers. And you were just like, you kicked ass there. What was like your oh, key yeah. to success or what, 
was that was she wrong? Like, did you not do well? <laughs> what was your take on like, portfolio <laughs> school and how you did well there? Like, what what was your secret there? Yeah, so I I did well towards the end for sure, and I think it's because I switched my strategy. Mm -hmm. You know, I started just creating my own teams. What do you mean? I mean, I would scout people that I liked, that, that I thought allowed? were good. Was that allowed? Yeah, yeah. Or did they pair it up for you? No, uh, some classes would, some classes wouldn't, but mm -hmm. for the most part, you're allowed. Mm -hmm. You just need to be good at coordinating. Mm -hmm. So I already had some friends who I knew were really great at what they do. Mm -hmm. So I tackled, like, we all came together and we're like, okay, who else do we need, right? Mm -hmm. We need a, maybe a product designer. We need a copywriter. Just we went interdisciplinary. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I created this team, about six, seven people, wow. we just worked on projects solo, like as us outside of class. Wow. And it's much easier as SCAD because SCAD is at the end of the day, a university style setup campus. Sure. So people meet each other every 10 minutes. Gotcha. You could literally be like, I'm gonna go home, come back, let's go get a coffee, I'll meet you in 10 minutes. Like everybody's always seeing everybody. Right. So it was, we would meet like three, four times a day, like oh, as wow. if it's an agency, which helped because there was a lot of time we had to work on it. Okay. We worked on our own. We picked the professors that we thought would help us the most to be our mentors. Outside of class? Outside of class. Wow. Yeah, because there was a very strong outside of class culture. That's good. You know, try um, it. So any wherever you're at, and even undergrad, create that outside of class culture. Get your team. Get your power five. Yeah. Get your your squad together and work. Exactly. And we, you know, we worked on one show. We worked on Red Dot. We worked on all projects that were award worthy. Mm -hmm. Did you win any? And we did. Yeah, we won a few and. I don't even know how, to be honest. Like, I was shocked. I How'd was you like, win? well, we won a gold pencil. No way. Yeah, we won two silver and a bronze. That's really good. And then we won best of best at the red dot. What's the red dot? I haven't heard it's of that. It's more of a design competition. Okay. Yeah, it's really big for everyone outside of advertising. It's big okay. in, like, the design world. Okay. Yeah. Good for you guys. Well, the, the gold pencil is what I know best and that's huge yeah yeah and we among other things and then that kind of propelled us you know you had your same squad for all these yeah, yeah yeah we took a picture with all of us you want to shout out some names yeah alberto v hope sydney vaughn yeah yeah good fucking killed them. it didn't forget them you guys should still work together. Maybe that might be a well. To here's the, in the thing: future. my partner right now is one of your the same partner I had in school. Who we? Did you guys like? Follow, did you follow each other? Yeah, like, yeah. We I I worked at BBDO. Yes. Okay. And let's, then I brought him to BBDO. Yes. Yeah, so you went to SCAD. Let, let's let's break this yeah, down in detail. I went to SCAD, and then you then you when you got done with SCAD with with all your power squad, you won awards. Yeah. You did well. How'd you get to BBDO? So I wasn't planning on moving to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And BBDO was not on my radar. Okay. That's you fair. know, I was thinking Boston. I liked Mullen Lowe. 
in Boston. Sure. So I was talking to them. I was even thinking small at mm-hmm. the time too, like Mono in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. badass agency. I haven't heard of them. I obviously. love Mono, honestly. I know like, Fallon in Minneapolis is really cool. Yeah, I highly, highly recommend Mono. You know, great people, kick-ass creative. If they had like, I don't know, if a huge, huge brand like was willing to go to a smaller shop, that agency will fucking kill it. Okay. Yeah. I know Mischief is killing it too. Mischief, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so energy was on your ra- was not on your radar. No, it BBDO wasn't. It was not. So I was talking to RGA. They're really cool. Yeah, for New a York. while. Yeah. And I was planning on going there, mm-hmm. and then things just didn't work out with their budget. Um, yeah. Which is fine. It happens, you know. Yeah. But the recruiter there was just so nice mm-hmm. that he was he hooked me up with energy BBDO. Oh, nice. So, because at that time I also was holding off on a lot of different opportunities because I thought RGA was in the bag, but it wasn't. No, yeah, that happens. <laughs> so then he hooked it up at BBDO. Nice. So I got a call from him, you know, and then. And were you, were you, did SCAD send the book out for you or did, did they help you with the recruiting or did you do this all on your own? No, SCAD helped a ton with everything. Did, did you have an internship at SCAD that they kind of mandated or they got for you or did you just... They did, yeah, at the wonderful agency. What's, where's in that? In LA. Oh. It's an in-house is, agency. Is there a U in that spelling or is it just W-N? How do you spell wonderful? No, just or, just regular. It, why yeah. am I thinking Wonderman Thompson? That's what I Oh, that's right. No. Wonderful is like palm wonderful, you know, like those mm-hmm. little pomegranate drinks oh yeah those are kinda, so those the are in-house drink. the yeah. in-house the pistachios also oh, so okay. that was my intern I actually worked on the a few wine things and then yeah. palm yeah interesting okay so they so they got you that internship you're kind of hoping to get probably work there and then no i just wanted oh. to be in california For, yeah, as soon months. as i heard it was in santa monica i was like yeah I, I don't care what they do Sign yeah. me <laughs> at least you're honest I mean, yeah i'm sure it's a good experience as well but. yeah yeah so then they send your book around and then you rga said no to rga said no to you for whatever reason well yeah rga was a complicated one because sure. i as time went on i became more and more friends with the recruiter yeah you know like I even visited RGA's office in New York. Yeah, how cool is it? Yeah, we amazing. visited there. It's just, yeah. the, the the floors are so soft. Yeah, like soundproof there. Exactly, and that's after I already accepted the job with BBDO. Oh, so you were still kind of holding on a little bit. No, 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 because he, the recruiter, is the one who got me the BBDO job. Oh, so, you so just he told me to come by just to hang out. Just dap them up. Just to hang out. Yeah. You know, so we hung out, got some food, chilled. Um, showed me around, talked to a bunch of people. It's cool there. So I kind of just became friends with him, and that's good. he was really honest about, like... Maybe in the know. future. You never know. I that's still talk you, to him to this that's day. That's why you got to keep healthy relationships. Yeah, like yeah. absolutely. So, so, But you ended up going to Energy. I ended up going to Energy, In yes. Chicago. That's BBDO's branch in Chicago. Yes. They have Brown Foreman. I know that's, like, their big thing right now. Yeah. I, I know they have Extra Gum. They make those, like, tear-jerking commercials that uh-huh. everybody cries about when like the the, the sad music for the Sarah and Juan yeah. yeah I actually met the real Juan who wrote like his partner Sophia wrote that script but it was based on his life and everything in that commercial is real with the gum yeah 
That has to be dramatized. It, of course, it's dramatized. It's like so no, crazy. I mean, it, it, obviously, the it's drama. like the couple like meets in high yeah, school, and yeah. writes on a piece of gum. Yeah, Juan, he's a real CD who we used to work at Energy BBDO. That's mm-hmm. how he proposed to his wife. Now he works at FGV. It's real. I promise ah. you. I was shocked too when I heard the story because obviously this is an old ad. Yeah, I wasn't even in advertising when it was done. So to hear the backstory of it was right. really, well, really. They still play it every now and then, or I see it yeah. pop up every now and then. Yeah, it's it's a give extra, it's a get good extra. Ad. Yeah, that's the tagline. Okay, would you work on an energy? And then, well, maybe even before that, the how was the interview process for energy? Like simple, simple. Yeah, they saw three your book, interviews. They liked you. They liked your stuff in your book. They liked who you were, and they said, yeah. "All right, we got a spot for you." And then did your your teammate, your partner, your your copywriter come with you? No, my partner had another year at SCAD. Oh, so you're kind of like solo for a little bit. No, I had a partner. Yeah, but at BBDO. Not the same. But not the same. Yeah. Like that's your homie. That's exactly. It yeah. was tough. So I ended up bringing him. Right. To be my partner. When he was done with SCAD. When he was done what's, with SCAD. What's his name? Alberto. Alberto, shout out. Okay. Yeah. And they didn't make us partners which upset me a bit wait a minute i thought did you say package did you say this has to be a package deal like i did yeah and they were like okay we'll get you a package yeah this was at energy yep and then they didn't put you together no was it because they didn't have the budget or their teams needed to swear i have no idea why to be honest I'm sure they had sure their reasons. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, just don't let them work together. No, no it wasn't I'm sure they like, had, like, yeah, they needed they had, something over here and they need you Yeah, I'm sure it was, like, a business decision. So. Yeah, those logistics, yeah. But I was not happy with it. Um, sure. And I was kind of upset about not being promoted. So I left. Sure. And I went to Leo Burnett. Okay. And did Alberto come with you to Leo Burnett? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What drew you to Leo Burnett then? Uh, Leo Burnett was great. I've, as like I said, Leo was one of those agencies that I've always dreamt everybody, about. Everybody, yeah. everybody in, in the country. Yeah. Well, especially because I'm in Chicago and you're yeah. in Chicago. That's just every like U of I. Every school wants to go to end up to be Leo. Yeah, Burnett. exactly. So when I ended up at Leo, I was happy. Absolutely, you, know? you did it. I was excited. It was like fuck yeah, this is it. They were paying me good money. Everything was great. And your role was, what was your role there? I was an art director. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, things were just really slow at Leo. Mm -hmm. You know, things. What client were you on? I was on Campbell's. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun one. It's a fun client. It's really traditional, old school. Yeah. And so much potential. Of course. I mean, it's a legacy brand, Mm -hmm. you know. Andy Warhol, there yeah. was so much to play with, but yeah. they were not really interested. Who wasn't interested, Leo or the or the client? I think it's a combination of both. Well, if the client's not interested, how I mean, it's hard to manage that expectation. Yeah, it's it's a yeah, it's a balance. I yeah. don't know. It was it was a tough, sticky situation, and I can't really say much about it because. I wasn't in the room where the conversations sure. were happening. You were just getting the briefs. Exactly. Which yeah. is natural. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure they have their reasons as of to course. why. But, but it's a large agency, you know. It's big, big agency. A lot of bureaucracy, I'm sure. A lot of, a lot of levels, a lot yeah. of layers. 
But the good things about Leo, let me mm. say a few good things because there are a lot of good things. First, they really do care about their employees. That's great. They send a lot of stuff to you. Apples. You know, I got a Yeti cooler for no reason. I have they gotten you well. so much alcohol from them and Grubhub, you know. Well, that's they can treat you well. Like they can yeah. there's a lot of perks, I'm sure. They treat you very very well. Right. But you Not, work hard, I'm sure. Yes. Added stress with yes. the name. But to me, it was about the work and the business model, which was very similar to BBDO's business model. The human, like what? Like, which is that if we need to sacrifice creativity to make more money, that's okay. And sure. I think it, they lean a bit more towards like, we need to make money, mm -hmm. you know, rather than there are times we could fight. Yeah. for the creative and i just didn't see that fight mm. i saw a lot of compromise from the agency side but i saw no fighting you know to protect work and that just might be on your on the your experience with campbell's like there oh, could be other clients. absolutely yeah, i can't was, speak to other no. yeah because those those large companies like that large companies like that it's branched off it's pretty yeah. siloed with larger clients i'm sure so yeah that's how, that's okay. So you how 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 long were you at Leo for? And then you just recently left there. Yeah, I was at Leo for ten months, mm -hmm. and then I bounced. Why'd you bounce? <laughs> what was the reason for that? It was actually a very random reason. I had a friend who recently got let go from Energy BBDO, mm -hmm. and she was looking for a job everywhere. Mm -hmm. you know and she was getting pretty lucky had a lot of interviews with a lot of different agencies and she was over my house one day and she's like hey i just got off the phone with mechanism and i'm probably not going to move forward with them because i want to pick another agency would you be interested interesting and i was like so she had she was far along with this interview process and she kind of like passed you in she yeah, ta she tagged you in. Well, she she kindly declined and then tagged me in. Right, like I don't, I'm I'm good on this, but you should talk to Randy. Yeah, yeah. And then I got hit up, and then I said, "Whoa, I love mechanism." I mean, I literally I've always been trying to get into mechanism. So since like SCAD days. Oh really? Yeah, but it's always been difficult. Interesting. They never respond. <laughs> Where did your friend go? And Who? Why didn't you? The one that tagged you in. Like that's respectfully Martin agency. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's a, you know, yeah. Just as good. Yeah. yeah. It's a great that's agency. It's a phenomenal agency. Yeah. And then I spoke with mechanisms recruiter and my only request was I need to bring my partner. Ah, uh, we've heard this before. Yeah. And did they say yes? Yes. And did they follow through? Yes. Good. And now I finally work with Alberto who I've been trying to work with. Love it. Where was, and he was at um, Energy? BBDO. Okay. Yeah. At, okay. And it all worked out. Now you're there. You've been there for a couple of months now. Yeah. And you're with your, your buddy. And it's been absolutely amazing. You wow. know, people care. Transparency. Mm -hmm. People say it. They just say it. They say what it is. Like, mm -hmm. they don't beat around the bush or... Sure. Or you the know, vernacular and of agency corporate, corporate world yeah. slang like <laughs> love it. So I I mean I'm less stressed mm -hmm. at mechanism because I could at least just be my, be myself and know that 
that's okay. Okay. I love that. So you, you've had some travels. You've had some trials at different agencies. You, mm-hmm. you went through cooking school to finance to SCAD. Mm-hmm. Um, it took you a while to get to a point now where you're truly happy, creating good work, I'm sure. Yeah. What advice now looking back, um, you know, from the moment that you decided to want to enter advertising, what advice do you have for the listeners out there um, that you wish you knew back then when you first were starting? I think my biggest advice is people are going to tell you that there are certain agencies that you should work for or there's certain work that you should be doing. But I say, fuck all that, you know, just do whatever you want to do. And I think the biggest thing is to discover what kind of person you are. Mm -hmm. You know, when you walk into an interview with an agency, I think you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. Right. If that interview goes bad, good. That means, imagine if it went bad and you got the job, you're gonna hate your fucking life. Right. (laughs) Right? That's just like the first red flag. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we compromise because it's BBDO or because it's any agency, right? Mm -hmm. Even Wyden has its problems. Sure. You know, if you don't feel comfortable somewhere, go somewhere that makes you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And go somewhere that's making the work that you wanna make. Love it. Psychological comfort. I get, I get the issue though of people want to start off big, like their first job should be big, big agency, mm-hmm. big name, big client, because then you can transfer to small, and then you can be more comfortable there. But that you're saying that's not the case. Don't I don't know. think that's the case, to be honest with you. I think talent rises. I think I have seen people who come from small agencies and end up at Widen. And I've seen the opposite, Mm -hmm. you know, but if you look at most, like, I know people love to use Wyden as an example, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at most people they hire, they don't come from BBDO or from, you know, Leo Burnett. Most of them come from random agencies, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really more about the character and the personality rather than specifically like, you came from this agency. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one, honestly. Yeah. Because it's a bit of a paradox. Yeah. What, um, what do you, what inspires you to stay creative? What do you listen to? What do you watch? Anything out there that you recommend for the audience? How to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a million dollar question. <laughs> Is there like a YouTube channel, influencer, somebody like that you, you, a book that you've read, anything out there that you really enjoyed? Yeah. I think my approach to how to stay creative is to, especially in advertising, is to do everything but advertising, you know? Because what you know right now in your brain your brain is just gonna put together things you know to solve a problem. But you need new experiences in your mind. So I always recommend like going to a museum. Obviously that's like the low hanging tree. It doesn't have to be a museum. Go to Starbucks and watch people. Watch human moments, watch culture, get in culture. You know, Reddit, like Reddit is great for advertisers. Even Twitter, if you just scroll through Twitter and just read random thoughts from people 
that helps as well. I like um, that point. You only you can only really come up with solutions that you've already seen before. Yeah. So you got to get outside of your own comfort zone for sure. Yeah, it's like that. I don't know if everybody feels like that, but have you ever like when you're little and your mom is like, hey, let's go to your aunt's house or like somewhere you've never been. And you're like, no, it's going to be fucking stupid. But then you end up going. And then after all that, you're like, oh, wait, I had a good time. Yeah. yeah. That's the metaphor I like to use for this, because just do something you've never done. And if you hate it, but at the end, you're like, oh, wait, that was kind of entertaining, you know, and it's going to help you out. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been great. Uh, that's all I got. I mean, can people reach out to you if they have any questions or about creativity, about, you know, SCAD? You are obviously an instructor at Chicago Portfolio School, which we got to plug real quick. It's a great school. It's a one-year program, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do a great job. The students love you here at Chicago Portfolio School. But is it okay if people reach out to you? Yeah, totally. I am 100% okay with people messaging me random shit. I love it. Great. Well, that's all I got. This has been an app absolutely fantastic episode and uh yeah go to our instagram at entering ad to find out more about remy and his resources thanks guys yep did you hear anything on this episode about a job you'd like to have someday soon in advertising strategy design the kind of job where you use your brain and your creativity if you did chances are a portfolio can really help you get that job That's where Chicago Portfolio School comes in. They have programs and classes that help you show off your thinking and get you the job you want. So visit them at chicagoportfolio.com. And if you drop my name, Gino, into the chat box, they'll send you more info and a cool Sharpie or just some more info. You can decide that. Thanks. Thank you all for listening to this entire episode of the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's guest. Make sure you go and connect with them on LinkedIn. Tell them that Breaking and Entering sent you. Now, thank you to Mikey Malarkey, our audio technician, and Buchan Zhang, our creative director, as well as the student team from the Midnight Oil Agency at the University of Illinois. Can't do it without you all. Thank you very much. We will see you all next week with another amazing guest.